Welcome to Girl Code, where we discuss life, love, relationships, and basically everything and anything under the sun. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Tasha, and you're currently streaming Girl Code on Spotify. Also, if you're interested in having your own podcast, you can do so with Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record and upload your podcast, and they'll even help you put it on Spotify as well. It's Girl Code. Alright, hey guys, so we are back in the studios again today, just me and Tash, and today we are going to be talking about conventional ideas of the future. So I think both Tash and I are at the age where, you know, people tend to start asking us and questioning us on like our decisions for the future. Um, Which I hate. Well, I do too, but at the same time, I kind of like it because then I feel like they finally see me as a grown-up who can make my own decisions because like all my life, Mm-hmm. I feel like the people around me, like the adult, like always make me feel like I'm still a baby. Yeah. I, especially because I'm the youngest at home, you see. So my mom and dad, like even when I'm like 24, 25, they always like nag at me and say like, you're still a child. I'm like, not under the eyes of the law. <laughs> I don't think at any age ever, I it's will crazy. be an adult in my parents' Yeah, eyes. precisely. So it's like when they start questioning things like, oh, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? And stuff like that. It really makes me feel like that much more validated in in a sense that like my f- parents finally see me as a grown-up okay which, that makes sense yeah which is always a good thing right because like that's always what we wanted since young like oh my god mom i'm like freaking like 15 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah um so tash what are some of the like conventional ideas of the future that you think society typically has for other people I think, I mean, a lot of it just is the entire way that everyone lives life, right? It's like, you go to school, you go to uni, before you go to uni, you move out, and then you go to uni, and then you get a job, you settle down, get married, have kids, and that's kind of how life goes. I have strayed afar from that just because of my life, like, situations that I was in, like, when it comes to uni and stuff, um, I didn't go abroad or anything of that sort, so I feel like everyone around me is doing that, Mm -hmm. and that's something that I'm not doing which is kind of put like a little crack in my path I feel like Mm because I feel a little like I haven't achieved the things I want to achieve but Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm at an age where I should be a step ahead but I feel like I'm a step behind okay sometimes and that's just kind of so basically we are in the same boat nice hi (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of times um people in their 20s feel like that like we're supposed to be somewhere but we are really not not there and I I think we actually did um like a video on LF actually um ladies first I did a video of Abby something about oh yeah yeah like growing up or being in like a midlife crisis a quarter life not midlife sorry I'm like You're way 50? too young I'm not 50 I just don't think that I'll live until 100 I think I'll live until 50 so this is my midlife <laughs> So you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You know, in my midlife and yours is just different. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, like uh, it was a quarter life crisis video. Assuming I live until the age of a hundred, but uh, looking at my life decisions, I think maybe not. But anyway, I digress. I did um the video, and in the video, I mentioned that I constantly struggle with the fact that I'm a lot delayed than my peers. Reason being, I actually had a few academic setbacks. Setbacks. Um, I wouldn't really call it setbacks because, like, okay, I would wouldn't call it a setback but I just took a lot of detours here and right. there and um, it led me to take a longer path than um, what was typically taken in Singapore's education system mm-hmm. so yeah I'm actually like say two years behind my peers like a lot of the females my age are 
are actually already in the workforce for like three, four years. They're already yeah. attaining like managerial positions and like drawing like really great salaries. But here I am, you know, on my first month still in Titan. As in, it's not that Titan is a bad place. I'm not trying to say that. But like sometimes when I compare myself to like the people I know from like high school or like primary school and I see them like being managers in like big MNCs, I'm just like, yeah. what am I doing with my life? Yeah, just no. sitting here on a Friday afternoon doing a pot. <laughs> But you know what they don't have is they're not doing I Instagram followers. No, I don't think that they're chasing their passion either. I'm just though. kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that I guess that's a good thing. That I think that's a thing with um, doing what you love for your living yeah. is that you do tend to have setbacks and you're not um, on par with where you are societally supposed to be at. Yes. But I think once you like go through what you're going through now Mm -hmm. you will be there but it'll it'll like fast track eventually yeah but yeah you do seem to be like having setbacks like right now i am 23 Uh and um i mean at home like sometimes my parents will be like like talk about like marriage and things like that. no yeah 33 i mean like for the future right so like maybe two or three years down the line you'll be my age bitch the fuck (laughs) i know but like it's just it's just like an asian indian parent thing i think like they want to bring up the idea and talk about it and then I'm just here thinking I feel like I haven't achieved what I want to achieve before even thinking about settling down and so I feel like right now my next step is I don't know like to I just want to have like even though I'm done with uni I have my fucking bachelor's degree I still want to have a uni life okay that I feel like I didn't have and so I mean I am I don't know it's just I feel like I'm going on such a slow path and everyone's already done their path and they're like I'm working now and I know. I'm loving it and I know right I'm making x amount right now and i'm like kind of late late. (laughs) (laughs) i look at my bank statement i'm just like okay so uh grass (laughs) with a side of water maybe i can afford a coke today (laughs) no it's not that bad yeah it's not that bad i'm just exaggerating it it's not that bad my boss is great he pays me (laughs) don't fire me please no i'm just kidding no it's really not that bad it's just like i guess um when i compare the amount of money that i earn uh compared to like you know what society thinks i should you know be earning i think it's crazy that you know they set that kind of like high expectations i think okay um especially for me okay so my i feel like the conventional idea for the future for someone like me who graduated okay just to give a bit of context i graduated from i would say either the first or the second okay basically the top 11 or 13 uni in the world right mm-hmm. NUS a lot of times when I tell people like especially on grab rides like taxi rides when I have casual conversations with the driver and they'll ask me like oh you just graduated from which uni and then I'll be like oh from NUS and then they always have this preconceived notion that I am like working in a fucking bank <laughs> or like working in some yeah. fucking MNC yeah. and then when I tell them like oh I'm going to Tyson can you drop me off here <laughs> they'll be like this is your office and I'm like and then they'll see all the like gaming logos they see your face on the poster outside <laughs> they're like oh so you don't work in a bank uh? and I'm like no I don't it's just crazy because they always assume like you know for someone who goes to this kind of like goals where you know you're top ranking they always assume that you have like a very bright I'm not saying that I don't have a bright future okay at Titan I'm just saying like they always feel like you have a very bright future in a huge company and, and you yeah. yeah like you know you're desired by all the big companies but really at one point of time when I was trying to apply for jobs like no one got back to me no it's very true like honestly applying for jobs and getting a job in Singapore 
Mm. I personally, in my experience, has been very fucking difficult. It's fucking depressing. It it is because they never get back to you. In the time they don't get back to you, you're just waiting. Yeah. And when you're waiting, and it, there's sometimes there are really good positions that really match you, and you think you got it. Uh-huh. You'll go through like the first interview and then realize it's not what they had listed out in the first place. Like I've gone to at least two interviews, and what they said in there, like what they wanted as um like the description of the job mm-hmm. wasn't exactly that it was something completely different and i was like i drove like i came all the way here and then like you could have told me this all over the phone like when you get the like placement like i mean when you get like an interview mm-hmm. sometimes it turns out not what it is and then other times you just like apply to 200 places and you don't get anything back yeah yeah so that's mm-hmm. kind of what happened to me and i'm just like i mean it's not like i came to titan as a last resort like i really do enjoy the job what i do here and i i, I love titan like but it's just crazy that in like society has this notion that I should be doing better yeah. like like as though whatever I'm doing is not good enough but yeah. I do enjoy what I'm doing so how about just let me live my life kind of thing you yeah know? I think that's the balance that uh, a lot of times we also tend to like kind of like screw like screw her away from because yeah. we know that we're happy doing what we do and and it will be fruitful eventually it's just that this time you see other people and you compare yourself and that's only because society has made us compare ourselves I feel like if I didn't know what the societal norm would be, I would be very, very happy with where I am right now. Like, I feel like both of us put in so much hard work and effort and things that we like in things that we do. And we still compare ourselves because of someone earning X amount more than us. Yeah. And I don't think that should justify how much I feel like we put in a lot of work in our own thing. Mm -hmm. It's just that it'll take some more time to get there. But I think... I don't know. I feel like you feel so alone when you feel like you're not on the right path. But then when I'm talking to you, you seem to also have a similar story. And I don't know how many more people out there have a similar story as well. I think it's a very common issue that a lot of people in their 20s face. But it's just something that we don't talk about often because like everyone just thinks that, you know, everyone else is doing better than them. Yeah. But really, I feel like we're all just struggling together. It's just a very unspoken thing. But I guess that's what makes it all the more comforting and consoling at the same time that in in the grand scheme of things, we're all just lost souls <laughs> yeah truly like you're yeah. not, i don't think you're meant to know exactly what you're supposed to do yeah. at every single second like then what's the point of life correct like if you know everything then like what like, everything can't just be linear is it correct. linear 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 yeah i guess no but i guess in a way it's really fun to then again be lost at times and then you know when you really truly find your calling you really get that sense of achievement and mm-hmm. accomplishment that i think most of us like get a high off mm-hmm. and and that's what makes life you know exciting like it's the the fact that you don't know everything and you don't have all the answers but you slowly finding out and uncovering what's best for you and yeah I think that is the joy of life I guess that's so, the experience I feel like matters yeah but I mean well. that that really applies so we just talked about like you know employment and shit yeah. like that right but how about like un- like conventional ideas for the future like for other things like starting a family has your parents or has your partner ever told you like the family model that they want to work towards in the future and stuff like that my family like my parents definitely have like i kind of know what they want for me um but i think there's sometimes that we clash in thought because no matter who it is because like in india like arranged marriage is a really big thing i mean i'm not saying that that's what they want to do i'm saying that if there is you know like that idea is still there a little bit yeah and i feel like it i'm open to it the okay. only thing is that i need to be with the person for at least two to three or four years i need to be with them before getting married or engaged or anything okay. and so 
I think I differ from that thought because previously, like in their time, arranged mm-hmm. marriage and just any love marriage, like it would happen so quick, like you would get engaged so quick. And so mm-hmm. I think conventionally to that, I do differ in that just because like my trust in men is very low. Yeah. Very, very, very low. And so I think I need to make sure I'm in good hands before I'm able to commit to them. For, for the like, rest of your for life. For the rest of my life. And yeah, I want to yeah, be yeah. happy. And yeah. and for achievements with, like, family, like, I definitely want to have a family. And, like, my dream is to have, like, a nice, like, I don't know, beach house and, like, a big yard with, like... And, like, <laughs> I can't afford that, dude. Yes. And, like, like, like animals everywhere and just, yeah, just... And, yeah, that's I, I know what, what I you want. mean. And, yeah, like, okay. So, I think a lot of times the conventional idea from women who are settling down slowly, you know, approaching their 30s is to have kids ASAP before you yeah. hit 30 and yeah. you know maybe have two or three kids and that's I think um, something we encourage a lot especially in Singapore because um, we have a aging population and um, the replacement rate is like way too low and stuff like that which okay I get but like sometimes when I tell my dad like I don't want to have kids mm-hmm. and then he'll be like he'll look at me he's like but you're female if mm-hmm. you're not gonna have kids then what good are you for you mm-hmm. know that kind of thing like it's mm-hmm. so like off-putting to hear like I know my dad doesn't mean it that way yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's just an older generation thing where really like women are just baby bearers and they just reproduce and stuff like it's i guess in a way understandable like okay we want to keep the family unit alive but i think not everyone has that same ideology yeah, no. and, and yeah it's something that um it's changing a yeah lot. it's changing a lot and and it's something that i wish my family would understand more of like i okay maybe i don't necessarily mean like i i don't really want to have a baby forever but like i just don't want to have a baby with a random guy just because yeah. i'm approaching 30 and i should have kids before 30 yeah. you know what i mean like sometimes my dad would be like oh my god you're already 26 like and i mean i recently got out of a relationship right so like i'm single and i think he, it scares him that i'm single and i only have four years left to go because like i mean like if what you said like I'm not gonna have kids with any random guy. Yeah. And if I'm gonna have to be with the guy for like two to four years, that would mean that I'm only gonna start having kids at 30. Yeah. Yeah, and my, to my dad, that's a scary thing because then like, oh, it comes with the risk of the kid having more complications, the pregnancy right. being more complicated and stuff like that. But yeah, it's crazy to think that sometimes your older generation can still like push you to have kids mm-hmm. just because you are a woman who is getting close to 30. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It makes you wanna like, somehow do things at the pace you're supposed to be doing yeah, it at but it's like correct. that's just it's just correct like i feel like like i feel like they already set out this route for me that i'm supposed to take like oh um right now at 26 i'm supposed to be happily uh attached to someone and you know um figuring out our finances putting on the down payment for our first house like all these things but i'm not doing any of that and it makes me feel weird like i'm not meeting your requirements of life yeah and sometimes i do i do feel bad about it like i lay in bed and i'm like oh my god i don't have a boyfriend at 26 and I, I don't have a partner to like you know talk about finances with I don't have a partner to ask if you know next time we want to have kids and stuff like that which is kind of scary yeah no like very genuinely like these expectations like yeah. honestly make me go to a very very like dark place when I think about them because yeah. I feel very sad that I wish I was at that level but I'm not and I like like I'm sorry I can't do anything about it like I'm trying yeah. everything I can but just because I'm not there I feel like absolute shit sometimes because yeah. I let it get to me yeah um me but too. it can get hard when like you know everyone around you is telling you you should be doing something but you're trying to but like it'll get there and I don't know like somehow like that one like that path you're supposed to take you're not on it yet it can get hard and it's just we're just trying to tell you that you're really <laughs> really really not alone like 
really truly like yeah everyone like, seems like they're happy but <laughs> really like yeah you know, which is funny i guess for me i'm more of a lifestyle influencer so like as a lifestyle influencer sometimes i do like question stickers on on insta stories and I ask people to tell me their problems and stuff like that tell me how about you like how your day went and then they'll come to me with their like problems right sometimes i get dms from girls asking me like oh i have this toxic boyfriend oh i have this i have that and like i try to advise people but then like really like when it comes to my own problems i'm just like a confused motherfucker i'm just like oh my god no really i feel like i <laughs> can give really good advice but when it comes to myself i can't do shit <laughs> like why can't i follow what i'm trying to say like, okay so um where do i go to look for a job <laughs> what do i write my resume <laughs> yeah it's all like a very very like confusing process i feel 20s really is so i think the high school the 20s thing is just like a yeah like true. a really big question mark that's so true i just can't wait to to pass this hurdle of my life and really like settle down and hopefully you know one day we are happy with where we are in life i just want to get there you know i don't need all grand luxurious items i don't need to be fucking clad in louis vuitton or gucci and prada like i just want to you know at least one day be able to sit down and like if i'm really thinking about something and i'm thinking about life i just want to think that i'm happy uh-huh but now i Every time I think about life, I'm like, oh my fucking god, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah, I just really want to be content. And it's still a far ride from here, but I feel like one day we'll get there. I'm sure we will. I'm very sure we will. But we better do. Because <laughs> like, I'm banking on that for my mental health, you know, <laughs> bitch. Like, yeah. Is Singapore where you want to settle down, do you think? I think at the end of the day, even though like Singapore is really stressful and it's expensive and all that, but it's mm-hmm. safe and I grew up here. I'm Singaporean. I think this is a place where I really if I ever leave here I, I okay I don't think I could live anywhere else like the food uh-huh. I'm so accustomed to it the culture and I mean I could see myself staying in other countries for maybe like a good few years yeah. if, you know if I ever get sent abroad for work or if my partner goes abroad then I hope they bring me with them you know that <laughs> kind of thing but like selling down I feel like Singapore will always be home yeah no that makes sense like even I think for me to like okay taking out the expenses taking out everything else I think as you said is very safe and I think for a little while mm-hmm. I would go abroad but I would always want to come back really yeah. even for you I mean yeah. you spend a good few years of your life living abroad in different countries still Singapore so yeah because I feel like it's a place where if I'm having a family and I want to raise my kids I know that it's a safe environment to do so and yeah. and I think that things are very easily available even yeah. transportation and just like just thinking about that my kids would be safe like and and just I mean I've been here for so long as well that I would probably I have parents retiring back. Here? I would I would assume so. Okay. As, yeah, my family's here too, so. Yeah, this has nothing to do with conventional <laughs> ideas for the future. We're just really digressing right here. But, okay, interesting thought. Thanks, Tasha. Oh, what about, like, Tattoos. when you're... No, like, <laughs> when you're married. Uh-huh. Like, would you want to be a working mom or would you want to be stay-at-home mom? I think, for me, I have no qualms about being a stay-at-home mom because I actually really like being at home. I'm a homebody and I actually really find joy in, like, maintaining a home. Uh-huh. And I think because I grew up in a home where my mom was a stay-at-home mom and I felt really close to her and she was really an all-rounder for me. Like, I would want, if I ever have kids, I would want my kids to have something like that because Mm -hmm. I think my mom really helped shape who I was. I think I just want to emulate her in that sense, in in the setting of a home and give my kids the best I can because, like, that's what my mom did for me. I know that it can be quite difficult, especially in Singapore, to be a stay-at-home mom and have only one working adult, breadwinner. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. 
yeah, sorry. My English is kind of all over the place. Because buying a house in Singapore itself is crazy expensive. Even getting married, oh my god, that costs you fucking tens of thousands of dollars. And like in the grand scheme of things, raising a kid in Singapore is going to take you like, I think someone did the finances before. To raise a kid until the age of 21, it costs a little bit more than like half a million. Mm-hmm. Or like even a million. I, I can't remember, but I remember something about million. It's again. a lot. It's a lot. And I don't think that I want to have my partner carry all that pressure on his own. Yeah. It's really difficult. Like, I think that if it comes down to it, I'll go and work. Mm-hmm. But best is if this COVID pandemic, you know, really helps to change. And I'm not saying I want COVID to stay, but I hope that after COVID ends and, you know, um, in, the, in the time where I become a mom or like, you know, start a family, like I hope that we still retain certain aspect of COVID in the sense that like work from home is still a norm because mm-hmm. we, we've seen that it works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't affect the quality of work. It doesn't affect the productivity levels so if it's doable i hope that it's something that we retain yeah. even if covid ends and and hopefully it'll be something that i can consider when i become a mom like working from home that'll be the best uh. so at least you don't have to i feel like a lot of moms go through the guilt of leaving their child and go back to work because i mean maternity leave is like what four three months it depends on the company i think yeah i think but it can't be any more than like five right and mm-hmm. like i mean even at five months your toddler is still like a fucking infant yeah who needs milk and like people to wash them and bring your baby to work day yeah <laughs> like it's crazy like i don't ever want to have that guilt of feeling like oh my god i left my kid behind mm-hmm. yeah and not being there for like their first few milestones i think that's a lot of difficulties that women face as we proceed into motherhood yeah, yeah. i think that's a very like well-versed answer because conventionally it's just men go to work women stay at home yeah but you're staying at home or you would like to do that because yeah. of the see, I, have no compl- I, I know some women yeah. are very career-minded they're like no i don't want a man or a baby to tie me down because i'm doing so much at work i'm like you know leading great projects and stuff i get that that's really remarkable and admirable yeah. as well but for me personally i'm very okay with being a stay-at-home mom how about yeah. you i think for me um i would definitely want to half work and half be at home so i would want to attain a job that's able to do that especially as you said like hopefully stay at like you can work from home Mm-hmm. type situation i would like to also be working or be a work mom okay because um i feel like it will help also keep me busy hot. thinking about something oh. else well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hot too. no yeah I, I know what you mean i feel like i'm a very big overthinker mm-hmm. and if i'm only thinking about my baby and that's such a big like responsibility that mm-hmm. if i'm thinking about that i will overthink and i will overdo things mm-hmm. that i shouldn't be doing which is like really bad and probably will not be great for the kid as well. So I think it, it helps to keep my mind in different places. Yeah, I mean, that's me true. Sane. And uh, yeah, like, I mean, going back to being a working mom, I think a lot of working moms actually, I see, I'm not saying that stay home, uh, stay-at-home moms tend to give up on themselves more, but like, I think traditionally, a lot of stay-at-home moms, because you know, your life is all about being at home and mm. revolving around your kids, they tend to not dress up as much. Yeah. And and I, I think for me, I really want to be a hot mom when I grow up. Like, mm-hmm. like that's, one of my life goals to be a MILF. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. You all <laughs> laugh with all you want, but that, that is my idea of being the best version of myself. Like, I really want to be a MILF. Like, I'm going to be so fucking hot when I'm 50, man. I'm going to dye my hair and bleach my eyebrows and do lash extensions and my nails. I Botox every six months. Lip fillers. I'm all for it, baby. Yep. Going to be a MILF. I'll see you on like one of the reality shows. Yeah. Like Singapore's um, Housewives. Yeah, I'll be like tapping my nails. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to today, my kids. <laughs> I made them a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, it's just, 
one of the things that I really want to be like it's so weird like it's not conventionally talk okay I guess this is an unconventional idea of a future like I want to be a yeah, like, I think typically stuff. a lot of Asian cultures are like okay once women get married out and have kids you know they just kind of like okay your life is now revolved around your kids and yeah. you, you don't have time to yourself to upkeep and groom yourself but like to that I say fuck you no because I am gonna I'm gonna challenge that I'm gonna challenge all of that yeah. yeah, I love and that. I hope, and I hope that, you know, women all around, uh, women listening to this, like, don't lose yourself just because you have a new, like, kind of life. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't lose yourself because of, of a child or, like, just because you got married. Like, really, I hope that we all find time to still care and love ourselves in the yeah. way that we deserve to, like, pamper yourself. Go for that nail spa, baby girl. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, you know how, like, growing up, all of us thought that, women stay home men go to work yeah. so this one like when like i heard a guy for the first time say no i want to be a stay-at-home dad oh my god are we talking about the same guy <laughs> no, no no i don't think so but like when a guy like I, we were having a conversation he was and we we're talking about this and then he's like yeah i want to be a stay-at-home dad uh-huh. i've never heard that because i've grown up in that conventional mindset yeah. that everyone's saying women stay home men yeah. go to work when he said he wanted to stay home dad i was like a bit turn off no really no? i take like i'm like wow like you actually have enough like uh confidence to say you want to be a stay-at-home dad because a lot of the times people look down upon that because they think like you're like a pansy because you're staying at home taking care of the ladies going and making money uh-huh. like when a guy can say that he wants to be a stay-at-home dad or is okay with that i find that very attractive honestly not many people say that now that idea is kind of brought up it's great because men are also on board with the whole women should go to work yeah. and they can do that yeah, and it yeah, can yeah. be like either or yeah, you know? yeah but like i think it also depends like for me i would love a partner who at the end of the day still retains that bit of mess i wouldn't say that going to work as a man is a very masculine thing to deal with but i guess in a way it's a human instinct for a woman to kind of still want to rely on a man like a reliable male yeah. partner and to for me i i would still prefer if the guy goes to work i think preferences i want to be the i'm making more money than you Bitch. Oh yeah, I want to be that. <laughs> I want to be that. But like, I would still prefer if my husband goes to work. Like, yeah, like at least make you know something closer. Correct. Like correct. we make something yeah. closer. Just like when we started this, we're like we make no oh, money, and then also, now we're like <laughs> yeah. But also, like I just want to say, like I would also appreciate if we have that. So so putting in more effort at home. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that is something that is so unconventional because like. I don't know about you, but my dad, when I was growing up, he was like, I wouldn't say he was an absent father because that sounds so disgusting and sad. Um, but like my dad was just like really busy working to try and give us the best life because he was the sole breadwinner and it really took a lot of time away from the family. Like he was just unable to make it for all of the birthdays, New Year parties, Christmas parties. And I feel like growing up, that's why I wasn't really close to my dad. But mm. like now that I'm older and I understand how difficult it is to raise a family in Singapore and like, you know, to pay for all the bills and expenses of the household, like really yeah. mad respect. And like, that's why I think like growing up, we only realize our parents' effort. And yeah, I think an unconventional idea I want for the future is to have dads more male figures at home to put in more time and like not have to work so hard, I guess, in maintaining mm-hmm. a family. I feel like the, the responsibility should be shared. Thankfully, I did like see my both my parents putting in like equal amount of efforts and yeah. my dad was always present and so was my mom so i think that is something that i also want to bring forth for yeah. my kid and i think sh- it should be shared responsibility yeah for sure yeah but yeah pretty interesting thoughts that we have kind of interesting to see like i think this is a very like very fantasy type because yeah. it's a future futuristic yeah. thought none of these are honestly facts they're just yeah but dreams. like fantasies that could actually happen you know yeah. if we just put a little bit more effort into it so yeah i mean at the end of the day i guess we still don't really know what the future holds and everything is still a big question mark like i said but 
it's all a learning curve that yeah. we'll go through in the each next and every one of us 30 years you'll see jazz as uh, a hot milf, as fuck uh, on like one of the magazines and yep. you'll see me on forbes and <laughs> we'll tell you we made it <laughs> Yep, we, we will definitely make it. But till then, um, I guess to <laughs> everyone then. listening in, pray for us, wish us the best of luck because <laughs> we're going to need it. And I guess to everyone else who is here for the more serious aspect of the conversation. Um, We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, if you're a woman especially, like you got this girl. Yeah, for and If sure. you're a male, you got this too. It's all a process that we'll go through together. Yeah. All right. If you're listening to us and you want to have your own podcast too, you can use Anchor to record and upload all your podcasts. Anchor automatically distributes them to multiple listing platforms such as Spotify just for you. Girl Code will also be releasing new episodes every Wednesday, so remember to follow us here on Spotify and Instagram at TV for more updates. This is Jasmine. And I'm Tasha. And thank you for tuning into Girl, Girl Code. Code. Bye. Bye. <laughs>